I'd like to thank again my friends Rina and Eva Lerner for opening up their home for learning for Tyra and as I share Simcha Nachas every room should be filled with Tyra and Yerushalayim and we should be Zorich and Yerushalayim to to be neighbors in Yerushalayim Amen so we, we, were, we were learning last week about how the mitzvah of the child asking the father and the mitzvah of the father to teach the children, the parents to teach the children the truth of Hashem and the Yitzhak Mitzrayim and so on. It's not just Pesach night and it's not just between uh, a parent and a child, it's within each and every one of us. We were learning that there's a parent and there's a child. There's the mind and there's the heart. And then Hashem Baruch is teaching us in the Torah that He wants us, He wants us to give over Yiddishkeit, to give over the deepest truths of Yiddishkeit, Davke, in that way of question and answer. That's what we're talking about this week. Question and answer. Because only in that way, Hashem Baruch in His infinite wisdom knows that only in that way will the truth be driven deep into our hearts. The heart simply doesn't grasp something and it doesn't become identified with something on a deeper level. It was just a matter of the intellect. It was just something that a person knows. But the heart has to receive from the mind a response to his questions, to his desire, not just to know something intellectually, but to feel the deepest way, the truth, the truths of Yiddishkeit. And that's what the author here, Sadiq, the author of the Bilbao Yiddishkan Evna, is teaching us, giving us some examples of how to do that. We ended last week with a little bit of a taste of how to approach the first Pasuk in Chumash, how to approach gracious with a question and answer. And that shows what wants us to always live in that way of astonishment, like little children that are that are wondering, that are asking, and Hashem, through His Torah and through His Tzaddikim, is answering us. And when a person receives a response to a question, then it's something that becomes very much integrated into who you are. So on page Samachvav, page Samachvav. So now what we're going to do today, very, very simple, but Again, simple but not simple. Examples of how to think and of how to and of how to live during the day in this way of asking and answering. So a person must speak at length with Hashem. In a very, very simple language. People think that People think that speaking to Hashem is like that the wrestlers have a monopoly on, on that way of davening. That was always the way of Klaus, of the Chavetz Chaim, was all the time talking to Hashem And that was the way that we received from, from the Maishu from the Nevi'im, from the Tzaddikim. The fact that we have formalized tefillahs to help us is not how tefillah began. And... And even though it's a remarkable thing, and we have to remain attached to it, but it wasn't—it was never meant to replace an individual's personal tefillahs and living in a way of a conversation with Hashem, talking to Hashem in a simple way, in a person's own language. And a person should say to Hashem, if not for this pasuk, we were just talking about gracious God who came to Shemayim Vesaros. That in the beginning Hashem created heaven and earth. And the presence should say, Rabbanishlam, if not for that pasuk, if you wouldn't have, if you wouldn't have revealed this to us in the Torah, then there would have been a place to have thought, to have made a mistake. That there's no that no one created the world. That there's no creator. But this pasuk, however, tells us clearly: You, you are the creator. Okay, it's not anything new. 
And I mentioned many times how the Badish will end all of Chumash this way. Always question, answer. And in the beginning of the Chumash, it says, Right? That Hashem said there should be light. So if a person just reads that intellectually, and he gets into all the Mepharshim, then he's, he's left with some great, great um, concept in creation. But the way that Baditsha used to read the Pasuk is, is a tefillah of Ayyam Elikim, Rabbi or please, please let it be lichtig in my life. Please illuminate my life. Let me see. Let me understand. The same words, how a person learns Chumash, that's what he's showing us. And how we have to, how this is how our, this is how our mothers and grandmothers used to learn Chumash, and our fathers and grandfathers, in a very simple way. So we're saying, if not for this Pasuk, if not for this Pasuk, we wouldn't know. And now you taught us, Sha'ati is Baruch Barasa Sa'ilam, that you may be blessed, that you created the world. And a person has to repeat this. <coughs> Again, it's not, it's not a, this is not a sheer, it's not a lesson in understanding. It's an exercise teaching us how to live. That a person has to repeat this over and over again. That you taught us in your Torah that you are the creator of everything. And that's not enough, but a person has to stop and, and, and say, Mabara, so what did you create? You're the creator. And there's nobody else that can create. There's nobody else. Mabarasa, what did you create? As a Shemaim Vesaris. You created heaven and earth. And you say this to Hashem. Not He is the creator of heaven and earth. The Torah wants us to say, You are the creator of heaven and earth. And to speak like this with Hashem. And to say, Who created the universe, the heavens? And how the Mary Messiah, the person should stop and to point his, lift up his hand and to point. And point to the heavens. This how the tzaddikim were attached to Hashem. It sounds maybe to somebody it sounds silly, but this is the this is the way to be attached to Hashem, to live with Him, and to say, Who created all of this? And you say to Hashem, You may your name be blessed. You created the heavens. It's not. It's not scientific information of some great philosophical theological reality it's Atavaros, it's very personal Atavlai you and nobody else Chasasholim Chasasholim the whole Yontavaroshon is this Nakuda the whole Yontavaroshon is this Nakuda the Simlech Atav Hashem who's the king, who's the Melch Atav the Simlech Atav only you are Shalom that's the whole Nakuda of Rosh Hashanah. Lechein ha'odam matzbiya ala aretz kanal. And then a person looks and turns towards the earth. <coughs> and he points to the earth the same way. He's who created this. Everything here. Kamesha b'nei Yisrael ha'tzbiya u'zeh keli v'anvei. The same way that when our ancestors were crossing through the ocean. By Kriyas Yamsuf. And that we lifted up our hands and we pointed and we said, Zekeli Vanveil. It says that in Chumash that we pointed. We said, Zekeli Vanveil. Pointed to what? That we can't see God. But Zekeli Vanveil that we pointed to the, to the water and we said, Look, this is, this is only, only the Barishalm. There's no one else, only Zekeli. You are my God, Vanveil. And I will, and I will, do, I will, I will, be, I will praise you and I will be, Uplifted through you, and I will glorify you. You created the earth. But this happened on its own. The earth, the earth just came about on its own. Love alone, no. 
you created it everything a person throughout his day over and over every day of his life to live this way and it never becomes boring it never becomes monotonous it's only when we think of it intellectually in our minds and, and then we think well this doesn't sound like it's something I could really sustain for more than a day or two it's not sure that's only because we're, we're thinking only with our heads but the heart of a Jew when it it, it has an infinite need to grow closer to Hashem and to hear it over and over and over again. Just like I once mentioned to you, and I saw in a sefer that there was a there was a big, big vessel of a chassid. I mentioned Bresla before. There was a big vessel of a chassid in Williamsburg. A very, very holy Jew who was there for many years. He died some years ago. His name was Skilsi. He was a big person. Anyway, this year he said once that he was... He was davening on Rosh Hashanah and he, he said he tried so hard, he was pushing and crushing to get out some some real davening. He said it, it just wasn't wasn't happening the, and the day was going on and he didn't know what to do. And at some point during davening, you know, I, I doubt that in Hatshtibel in Williamsburg that they had groups for children. <laughs> This is a relatively new invention. Isn't it amazing how we were able to raise Jewish families without groups? And people were able to daven without groups. This is also a big, a big Nairishke. So, it's a nice Nairishke. It's a Nairishke. So, so, his son was pulling, was pulling at his coat. And here he's trying to have all this coat. He's trying to muster up some thought of holiness. And his little one... Is something was bothering the kid, and he's calling, he's pulling his coat and tata nachmal tata tata, and and he's a little 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 boy, and he so the father said that he he was trying to dive in his kid's tata, tata and then he put me he, then he turned to me and says what's this young kid what, what is it what's wrong and he just kept on saying tati tati tati, so that's how they said he realized that he didn't want anything he just wanted to say tati, he just wanted to say daddy and hold on to him he said then he closed his eyes and he just started to scream out tati tati that's all it is that's what all of Rosh Hashanah that's all the whole thing there's only Abba that's all and and a person that lives without machshav that lives without thought the heart is challenging to be able to have such a simple simple hergish a feeling the heart is tugging the mind is trying to say all kinds of fancy things and have all kinds of kavanas and the heart is pulling and just saying tati tati to the mind and the mind says yes it's a difference between Rashi and Rabban and the, and the heart says tati tati you know, abba 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 it's not that official the heart is not being filled and and therefore it's only when a person thinks of this intellectually it sounds like it's something you know trying, it's not true it's something which every single day, if a person if a person tries, you begin to see that you can't live without it it's, you can't live without it and it goes with you everywhere in life, and you don't have to have it doesn't cost anything you don't have to have a license or anything every second you, you can live with this it says the person goes on, the dogma says, I he or there was light. And then a person looks and he sees he sees the sunlight, he sees the light, and he sees that he's able to see. That he's able to see what an amazing gift there is. The person of the lineal can't see. What would he do that he should be able to see? And a person looks and, and, and he sees he asks, who created this? Such an amazing thing that a person can see. Hashem shines a light onto everything. You created this light. To go through all the details of his life. That's called my Sebracious. All six, six days of creation. That's how a person learns and lives with Pasha's gracious every single day. And whenever you see things 
when you see things that, that Hashem brought your way, when you see something that's that comes your way in life, something that's that, that created everything is created by Hashem, and need and to ask who created this, and to say and to respond in a way that you're speaking to Hashem, but so shall be Hashem. talk more about you created this you know the person we were talking about how to how to really change there's so many things in life you want to work at you know the person would sit at the table and he would stop and say who created who created this table that I should be able to have the comfort of sitting with my food in a normal way not crouched over not on the floor who created this table? And a person says, Atta Barasa. you created this table. And you say that over and over, three, four times, you created this table. You want to see that you won't speak any Lashon Hav at that table? You won't speak Lashon Hav at the table. Because then you're living with the the, Bairi, the creator of the table. The only reason that you speak Lashon Hav, that we speak Lashon Hav at our tables, is because the Bairi wasn't invited to the table. And we don't see him as the creator of the table, so then we have to hang up all kinds of signs. You know, forbidden, 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 don't talk, don't talk. And to have all kinds of things to try to keep us from seeing Lashon If a person would live with this, who created this table? Who created this food? And I'm able that you give me life, that there's so many people in the world that they don't have. And you give, you're giving this to me, mamish, to my mouth, that I should be able to live, so I should be able to praise you and to thank you. Ata, Hashem Zbach, only you. And a person lives that way. So then, Mimela, at that table, he's not going to speak Lashon Hara. Because this, the sweetness of having that awareness and feeling his presence is so strong that you'd have to be crazy to ruin that, to spoil it, to interrupt that. You don't want to. All of the, all of the, Devices that we use to prevent these avayers are artificial devices that are outside of us. This is the emphasis of how a person lives with the Barishlam, that it's not shaykh to, to interrupt in such a way. Ati is brought Barasa Chayfazer on page Samachvav, four lines from the bottom. Chachel ha'adam la'amu nisfa shavu sachadoshim yinzer. So the person has to begin by working on this for a number of weeks and months to really work on this every day. At least a half, a half hour a day to work on this. A half hour a day. At different times during the day, but it should be a half hour of such of such speaking, of such of such living. Each person according to his kaiches. As someone absolutely, in order to, in order to strengthen within himself, this simple emuna, shahakol nivra ayada yisbarach shemay, that every everything was created by him, may his name be blessed. Samazayim. Yesh hevdel yisaydi ben hanivraim shenivru im haadam uben haadam. There's a very basic difference between all other things that we create that were created by Hashem, all things that were created with us. And man himself. When a person drives this into his heart, and it becomes something which is very, very clear to him. That the, the heaven, the earth, all animals and birds, etc., etc. When a person says this and, and repeats it and thinks about it, everything around him is created by Hashem. All of these things are self called self outside of men. The birds, the trees, the table, everything is outside of me. But then one can move ahead to the next level. Because only a human being is capable of thinking of himself and considering and thinking and pondering his existence. Animals can't do that. Only a human being can do that. So what's the next level? After spending some weeks and months on this first level that we were just talking about, then a person moves on. And what does he work on? 
to constantly think about himself, that he is created by God, he himself. First, it's easier, it's interesting that that's how a person is, it's easier to think about everything else around you as being created by God. And it's less demanding and less frightening than everything around you. When a person is already strong in that, then he, then he comes to the madrega where he's able to think and to speak about himself. What does that mean? And Allah is hated and to feel it very, very strongly. A person can look at his hand. You see, it's so cute when a baby starts to realize that that's his hand. And babies are looking like, and they, and they start to realize that this is this is connected to me. And it's just an interesting thing to watch, and that they realize that, that it has that it has a to them. It's their hand. So. At some point, we, we were no longer fascinated by that, which is chaval. We're not fascinated by that, but it really is the most amazing thing. A person looks and thinks about his, his, his hand, his, his feet, and so on. All of his limbs, all of his organs. That a person has to accept Hashem's malchus, Hashem's kingship over all of his limbs. If you look at the Tvilasaka, if you have a chance, don't wait till right before Kondidre, because it's usually very rushed, especially this year, everything's a half hour earlier. If you have a few minutes before Yom Kippur, look at the Tvilasaka, it's printed in every Marsa, every Ashkenaz or Sfarad, I don't know about the Sfaradim sometimes, but Ashkenaz or Shemassar, whether it's a Sfaradish or an Ashkenaz Shemassar, you have it printed from the Chayyot and the Tvilasaka. And all of our parents and grandparents, Ashkenazim, said that to Lazaka for the past 200 some odd years. They would say that to Lazaka of the Chayyola. And you look there what the Tilazaka is about. At the beginning, it's, it's, it's unbelievable. It's saying, you gave me these eyes. You blessed me with eyes that could see. And I, and I used these eyes incorrectly. And I used these eyes this past year to look at things that you didn't want me to look at. And I, and I want to accept you as Melech, as king over my eyes. And so it is with each part of the body. The, the, to be Mamlech Hashem, to accept the Benjamin as king over all of one's avar, over all of one's limbs. How would a person speak? What should a person listen to? How, uh, what does a person look at? What do our eyes see? If, Hashem, if we feel that Hashem is Melech over our eyes, that He's King over our eyes. So what do, what do we look at? And what do we listen to? And where do our feet take us? Where do we go? Every single thing, if Hashem is Melech, if we accept Hashem's Malchus, this, this whole time of the year, that's what the Malchus of Hashem. Till finally, finally, it comes to Simchus Torah, a person's feet are carrying Him closer and closer to Hashem's Baruch on their own. When the Malchus of Hashem has penetrated to, to every single part of him, all of my limbs, all of my organs, every part of me says, Hashem, there's no one like you. That's why you see that we have so many stories about Sadiqim that, that, they, that Hashem protected them from doing and he had virus, even though they didn't know, like we know from Sadiq and Chedushim and other great Sadiqim, that if there was a glass that wasn't titled, that he couldn't drink from it. He couldn't physically drink from a glass that wasn't titled. He would pick up the glass, and, and he felt that he couldn't drink from it. He was mamluch Hashem so much on, on, his, on his body, that his body was incapable of, of going against God's will. It was incapable of going against God's will. To such a degree, was Hashem Melech over, was Hashem appointed and accepted, was Hashem's Malchus accepted over every part of his body. That the Tzadikim, you know, so many stories like that, that the Tzadik couldn't eat something, that he, it wasn't possible for him to, to look at something, he couldn't see something that wasn't holy. Pasha didn't see it. There are stories like that for many Tzadikim, that there was some place and there was something that wasn't right and they didn't see it at all. They simply couldn't see it. It was invisible to them. Because they, their eyes were so much, they were such subjects of Hashem's Malchus 
that they weren't able to see anything that was against the king. They couldn't see. Incapable of seeing something that's not Hashem. Or that's, or that's opposed to Hashem. That's what it means. That a person has to be mamlech Hashem. Accept Hashem's malchus of all of the limbs of his body. And to constantly speak about this and to think about this. That this, that I'm God's creature. He created me and he created this hand in order to serve him. He created my mouth in order to speak words of davening and of learning, words of encouragement and kindness. And he created my ears in order to hear good things and tire and feel and so on. That person lives that way. When Asas Lochuzai says, and we try to feel this in a very, very simple way, Vipshitas. Calls man, Shadayan Baychash Zais Vipshitas. If you don't yet feel this in a simple way, Yamshech Lahash Zais Vilibaykanan. Then you have to continue, continue working on it and speaking about it. Ada Shayuska Lochuzai Zabron Vipshitas. Till your mamish begin to feel this in a simple way. One's avoider, one's actual application of all of this in life, in particular in general, is divided into two components. Aleph, there must be time that's set aside to, during each day. To think about these things. To think about these ways. For Meshach Hayyim, you just put some parentheses, not while you're in the middle of learning, but for Meshach Hayyim, after the parentheses, Al Hadam Lizkar, some Kudas throughout the day, a person has to remind himself of this Avaida. In other words, we understand that there's only a limited time that a person can actually do this Avaida. So you do that. As he said, if you can, a half hour a day, whatever it is a day, some minutes that you could have to do this. But then even when you're not able to actually engage in such in such um, conversation, in such clarification, you should stop to remember. To remember that Avaida. To remember this Nakuda that you have accepted as your project in life. Approximately at least once every half hour to remind yourself of why you exist. To remind yourself of this avoider. To remember there's a creator and he created you and he created everything around you. So at least once every half hour for a second just to remind yourself of this avoider. This is our tachlis in life and to remind yourself that this is our tachlis in life. Last is like maskirim and you should, you should help, you should do things to remind yourself of that. To remind you of this whatever it is that, but to remind yourself that until you get into the habit of thinking like this, of having a short time of the day when you actually are strongly engaged in the Avaida, and that, and that throughout the day, throughout the day, that you remind yourself for a second of this Avaidah. You can't go, you shouldn't go more than a half hour without remembering in a general way that everything was created by him. In a general way. That doesn't mean to talk like we've done before, every single thing that he's but in a general way, one shouldn't go more than a half hour missing this thought without this thought. And a person stops and looks at whatever it is that happens to be in front of him. And to ask yourself in the way that we were talking about, in the way of a question and answer. You can't just think, oh, that's Hashem, you have to ask. That's very, very important. Hashem's Baruch made us that way. Mi Baruch Hefetz Zeh. Who created this Hefetz? Vila Hashem la'atzmai, and to respond to himself. Ati is Baruch Shemcha. You, 
may your name be blessed. Atis Bavshem Chabras Rechuluchol. Kach Yikvul Advarim Yikovu Advarim Sarech Lavavu. By living this way and by practicing this, it will become something which is totally integrated into your heart. Hein Aidei Zman Akavur. The next page. Samaches. Hein Aidei Zman Akavur. By this double-pronged attack. On the one hand, you have that special time that you specifically focus on this Avayda. Hamiyuchaz Abachayim. We should have every day. And then throughout the day, take a second just to remind yourself of that avoidance. Not that you have to go into it by riches at length, but just to remind yourself. In our ways, in our avoidance, we are continuing and we're progressing from one stage to the next stage. But we must always remember, Shein lava mishlav l'shlav b'tzura mehira. Not to rush. Not to rush from one stage to the next stage. Not to rush. Kol zman shashlav ha'kaidem eno kavur b'leiv adam hetev. As long as the earlier stage is not yet kavur, is not yet fixed in your heart, is not something which becomes mamash a part of you, ain laham shechlis kadeim. Then don't go to the next step. You have to be careful to try very, very much not to fool yourself, but to acquire something which is part of your life each step. It's to keep on trying to strengthen that shlav, that stage that you're in. The stage that we're talking about now, it is possible and it is fitting, and you must work on this for a long time. <coughs> Which again is very, very hard. We're not used to such things. We don't, we don't like to accept. It's very hard to accept projects like this. It's very hard. It's something which requires, requires. Reviewing and thinking requires mysterious nefesh. It requires a continuous, considered effort to, to really, really, really bring something different into a person's life and something new. Oftentimes, people are asking, "What can we do to help?" There's so many things that are not going well. There's so many people who are not well. So many people need shidduchim, so many shambais, and some and yeshuas, and everybody's looking for a quick fix. Something quick, what can we do? What can we do in a half hour or less? Or for a thousand dollars or less? You know, whatever that person's Indian is. But, but we want this person to we want this person to be well and out of the hospital. You want you want this person to have a shidduch, we want this person to have panas. What can we do? What can we do? And everybody you know talks about having, you know, this gathering and that gathering and making saying this and, and whatever and all the nice things that are all Rooted in Torah, so they're making chalas, nachmasas kalal, and get the zachim. They're all, all, all very special. But a serious nefesh that a person should mamish, mamish, undergo a project of deep, internal, and real, and permanent change. If you really, really love somebody, try doing that. Try living with this safer. The amazing thing about it is that not only will it help whoever is in need of Yeshua, but it will also help you and lift you up, Mamish, to a different place in your life. But it requires receiving snafish, it requires going over and writing down and making and making for a Seder Hayyayim and and really working on it. Till it becomes Mamish part of you. This clear, clear awareness that every single thing is created by Hashem's Baruch till it comes to a point that you could almost hear the things themselves screaming the table, the floor, the, the lights, the ceiling starts to scream I am a creation of God like a Mashiach comes we've mentioned many times in Shul Chazal tell us that Mashiach comes if a person is going to go to, 
to pick, if he's going to figure out, he's going to make a mistake, and he's going to pick a fruit from a tree on Shabbos, that the tree is going to scream out Shabbos. The tree is going to scream out Shabbos. Imagine a person wakes up in the middle of Friday night, and he's a little bit disoriented, and he goes to the bathroom, and he forgets, God forbid, to the light switch, and as he puts his hand to the light, the light screams out Shabbos. Shabbos. Or if it's Friday, he'll say Shabbat. But it will be in the language that each one of us needs to understand. Right? Say Shabbos. That's, so people hear that, they hear that Chazal and they start to live. Oh, it's silly. That's like, you know, they think that's like my, you know, like animated characters from cartoons that are talking. Light switches don't talk and trees don't talk. It's not true. The whole world is Shemaim Kel. The whole world is saying the truth. And the tzaddikim hear it very clearly. Many years ago, I told this once in Shul, that many years ago, I was... I was teaching this to, to my boys in, in my class, many of whom were not yet keeping mitzvahs, struggling, very special boys, struggling, some more, some less. Twelfth grade boys, very special. And, and, uh, and there was one in particular that was a tough customer. Mm-hmm. He was a tough customer. And, and uh, it was already after Pesach, you know, and a lot of the guys were coming around. They're already coming around, and many of the guys are ready. We're going to go to Israel, and many of the many of the boys, the Hashem, keeping mitzvahs. And this is like one of the last holdouts. He was a real tough guy, and came from a very very abusive family. And a tough guy, and his name was Maisha. And this is a Maisha from 20 years ago. And, and it came up in one of the sfarim that we were learning on a Friday. So it came up that the Chazal say that, that, that you come to pull the the fruit from the the tree. And the trees gonna scream out Shabbos. And, the, and I asked this boy, I said, Moshe, did you ever hear such a thing that when you go to turn on the light Shabbos, when you turn the light on Shabbos, do you ever hear, do you ever hear the, the light screaming to Shabbos? So he said, he was crying, and he said, I never heard it scream, but I sometimes hear it whisper Shabbos. Mm-hmm. He's a he's a very from guy, and he lives next to so. So now he hears it screaming also. Mm-hmm. But it began as a whisper. The whole world is mamish, speaking, everything. That's why even a thing is called a davar in Hebrew. A davar means a thing, from the word ladaber, which means to speak. Because because everything is speaking. Just we have ears that are clogged, and we don't hear. But really, behemis, if a person removes the barriers and takes away, with this avayda that we're talking about, he takes away the walls, so then, he'll begin to hear Mamish, things starting to say. In whatever language that is, the things start to say, I am created by God. How could you say, you can't sit Lashon Har at this table. You can't, you can't sit at the Shabbos table and talk Marish Kedlipsanas or talk about fashions or silliness. The table is screaming. I'm, I was created to serve Hashem's Baruch, I was created by Him. And, and your own your own tongue, your own lips, your own ears, your own... I mean, never Baruch. All of the things that we do, these devices that we use are artificial, external, to beat and to punish ourselves into submission, to beat ourselves up so we should be good boys and girls. And, 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 we, and we have to. But... The Avaida Pnimis that we're learning, this Avaida Vashem, it takes us to a, 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 it takes us to a point in ourselves where, like, that it's not possible because when, when you live with this hergish of, of, of Ani Nivra, I am created by God. So then a person, what am I doing? How could I act this way? How could I speak this way? How could I think this way? How could I dress this way? How could I? This minute. That's a person. I mean, never Our problem is a Yiddish kite without Hashem is Baruch. That's our problem. Which I was talking a little bit by by Slichus that in but if a person lives with I mean, never Baruch. I am created. I'm a. Cre- I was created by Hashem is Baruch. So what's my tachlis? Hashem Yaza Shiniska Kulon. Hashem will help. That all of us should be zayichet shemuna hazu. That this belief, taka shiroshim benim haleiv, that this emuna of ani nivrishal kadosh baruch that I'm created by Hashem, 
that this belief should strike chords deep within our hearts. And should give us mamash It should give us life. Because that's what it does. It gives a person tremendous, tremendous life to live this way. And we can be zoichet to get closer and closer to Hashem. And to be attached to Him all the time. And we can hear notes. So he ends by summarizing this section. Let's briefly summarize what we learned until now. Hatachlis shall call Yehudi the Tachlis of every Jew. Hulias Karvi, the Bari Island, the Tachlis of every Jew, is to be close, to be attached to the Creator of the world. The Dov of the Bari Island, to be Mamish attached to Him. Herachnu Biyarnu Ma'id Reikis. We spent some time learning this, we did last year. The first part of the Sefer, what does that mean, the Vegas attachment? His kashus nafshis, pnimis the Bayram doesn't mean anything, it doesn't mean physical, but it means his kashus nafshis, a deep spiritual connection to Hashem, the Creator. Chaim Shaladam, Chayov Mshiu, Sayyavim Litzir Echad. We learn that a person's life must revolve around one point, one Nakuda. Misavim Lamisha Barai Sai. Around this point of who created him. He must revolve every moment around this point, the one who gives him life every second. And around this point, who, who guides him, who leads him every single second of his life. And every single second, our lives has to revolve around this, around this nakuda. Before whom am I going to have to appear after my life? Who am I going to return to? The loss is din call To whom am I going to have to give an accounting? Who am I going to have to report to after this life? And from whom am I going to be rewarded? She has matvekas gufa and the greatest reward is that we'll be given even a greater and greater ability to be attached to Hashem. The main point of all that I'm saying, he writes, is to bring a person to a matzav, to a situation. Where the person and the Creator are attached one with the other. And a very, very, very strong Kesha, a very powerful attachment. I saw in a Sefer that there was a, an old Yerushalmiid, an old, old Jew from Yerushalayim, that he said, he said this was something like this, he said that every single second, every single second the Barisham was giving us Life and happiness and health. Every single second, the Rebbe is giving us, and every single second, the Rebbe is reaching out towards us. And he said, "Now that I'm going to be leaving the world," he said to his family and friends that were there before he died, "I can say this: that just like you have sometimes a father or mother." They reaches his or her hand out to the child, but the child refuses to take the hand and refuses that the parents should walk with him. He doesn't want the parents' hand. So this this Yerushalmi said, I could say now before I leave the world that I wasn't like that, that I allowed Hashem. I'm not saying he says I'm not saying Mitzalik, but I could say that I allowed Hashem to take my hand. I allowed him to take my hand, and I went with him everywhere, wherever he wanted me to go. I went with him. That's an amazing thing. I accepted Hashem's hand. And Hashem reaches out to everybody. And Neila, at the end of at the end of the we even say Atmaisni Atapaisha. You even you stretch out your hand even to the worst sins. The whole difference between one Jew and another is whether you take his hand, whether you live that way. And that's what he's saying. To always take his hand, which is always stretched out to us. 
the lichyes on the kaddish baruch of bechol eis at all times and bechol matzah and all circumstances. Anachnu nenasel hareis lekasha es haodam kaddish baruch. We'd like to try to show this and to work on this more to attach to become attached to Hashem. Calls man at all times in life. We call malkam in all places and call matzah shalhanefesh. In all circumstances that we're living in, the difference that this makes in the person, for instance, when it comes to not being makbid with another person, that somebody says something that, that, that you don't like, or somebody looked at you the wrong way, or somebody, you know, whatever, insulted you or hurt you, which is such an avoid to try not to have akbad and to try not to be upset, and to try not to in any way to comment, or take revenge. It's such a hard avayna. When a person lives with this program that we're, that we're learning, so then, again, it's not a mulchama, it's not a war. It's not a mulchama. When a person lives this way. But he's going to talk about that much, much, much more in the next section, which is the Indian of Hashkach HaSashem. <coughs> It's only a struggle when you're not living with a Kajabarahu all the time. But when you're living with a Kajabarahu all the time, then you hear Hashem telling you, it's not Kedai to get upset over such an Irish king. It's not Kedai. Why are you getting upset? You think that you think that person said something to insult you or to hurt you, that's his Indian that he said something that he has to straighten out. Hashem says with me what he did. But as far as you're concerned, you had to hear such a thing, and that's your invited to live with that. And had to deal with that. That's your avoid. The only reason that he said it to you is because you're the one that had to hear it in order to be able to have an avoid, not to be mocked, and not to, not to get upset, and, and not to not to try to, to do something back. What, what that person said, that's his opinion. That you heard it, that's your opinion, and your opinion is to be misguided, not to not to have, not to fall into, into any akpades, and, and God forbid to, to lose your. <coughs> To lose your 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 joy, your over what other people think of you or what other people say about you. you should be careful of culty that nothing, nothing anybody says about you or thinks about you has any hashpah over you at all. But just to do what's right. But it's very hard if a person doesn't live with the right shalom. If you're not living with the kashbaros, every time is an unbelievable struggle. But if Hashem is your constant companion. Then that becomes so much easier. It becomes unbelievably easier if Hashem's Baruch is, is your companion. The point of what we've been talking about this is really one point. To attach each and every one of us throughout all of the which means every single place that we are in life, that's Eilam. Shana means every time. And Nefesh means during any circumstances of life. Nefesh means whatever we're feeling and whatever we're going through. In all these situations, in place, in time, and soul, we should remain attached to Kadosh Till we become Mamish like one with him. And the Kudai Rishonish is a Khanu, the first Makuda that we spoke about, Shal Haodam Liska Shiyesha Kadash Baruchu. To remember that there is Hashem, that the Bhairishlam exists. Lachim Khanu, after that we clarified, Shemutal Haodam Liska Bhal Davishum Nivra Al Kadash Baruchu Ma Mahal Shabari Vinivra. The second thing that we were talking about a lot was to remind ourselves and to have an avoider of the Creator and that which He created. Not that Hashem just created in the past, that Hashem is creating at this second. Or in the present tense, He cre- He forms light and creates darkness right now. Not something that was. He didn't just create it thousands of years ago, but this second is in the present tense. As it's written in the Svarma Kedoshim, every single moment, 
HaKadosh Baruch Hu Mechadish Hashem is constantly, constantly creating again. Every second creating again. Harisha Mahalach Therefore we have to realize that this Mahalach that we've been learning about in this section that, we finish, that we're finishing now of the Creator and the Created it's not anything you shall overgrade. It doesn't mean when you say that Hashem created the table it doesn't mean that He created this table seven years ago, ten years ago, or that the, you know, the tree of the hundred years ago, it means that this second, the Rabbi is saying to this table, he's saying those words of creation, of who Omar he's saying the utterance of creation that gives life and reality to this table, he's saying it right now. So it's not that it was created by God, it's being created. Excuse <coughs> me, this second, is being created. Not something of the past. Hello Mahalach Tmidi Mamish. It's a continuous thing. And we have to try to live with this awareness of everything constantly being created by God. To feel at all times the presence of the Creator in this which was created by Him. next section we're going to begin I think it's, I, it's hard to imagine. I think we're going to stop here but the next section we're going to begin and Amun and Hashkarcha is the natural continuation of where all of this avoid is flowing flowing to where it's going and the next year this young time I'm not sure but I guess you'll find out from, from the, the shul how where we're going to be and, and you know, if you have some time to look back over Rosh Hashanah during these next few weeks to do some chazar or some review and to summarize and to write down some things and to, and to prepare it in a way that would be that would be practical, it would, it would really, really make a big difference for all of us. I'm going to try to do that, Belineda. It would make a very big difference to have to come to Rosh Hashanah and keep it. It would certainly make a big difference. So. It's not right that we have a little bit of time now because of the Yom Tayyum. So it's important that we try to absorb and to put into practice many of the things that we learn. And the Mitzvah will be seen almost, almost all of you before Yom Tayyum. For those of you that I don't see, it should be a Ksiva Ksim Tayyum and a Gukim Enesiyah.